So what would you say if I was to tell you that there are two types of riders in the world? So every single rider, every single equestrian can be put into one of two categories. Where we think an Anna Lorna, that's a bit black and white. It is, but it's also true. And knowing which type of rider you are will help you make progress in the saddle. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse each and every day. And it really is true about there being two types of riders. All riders fall into one category or the other. And it all comes down to where your focus is when you're actually in the saddle and riding. And the thing is, when you are in the saddle and all you're thinking about are well, not all you're thinking about, but the majority of the time, your thoughts are dependent on, um, or kind of moving around the whole situation of, what am I doing? What are my heels doing? What are my hands doing? What are my shoulders doing? What's my seat doing? What's this doing? What's that doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, you would be in the first category. If you are in the saddle, and let's say 80% plus time of your time spent in the saddle, your thoughts are dependent on, What's the horse doing? How can I improve this? What can I do to develop the horse? Is the horse going correctly? Was that right rhythm-wise? Was that right suppleness? Was, do I have good contact? Do I have good connection? And so on and so forth. You are then in the second group of riders, okay? And I really feel that the first group of riders, they could be called passengers, and the second group of riders could be called influencers, okay? Now, a lot of people, that will upset them, and they'll say, no, that's not true, but it is. When you're a passenger, what really happens is the horse is, for the most part, doing their own thing. Yes, they're doing a little bit of what you're asking them to do. So you're asking them to walk, trot, and canter, and they're doing that, and they're happily kind of following your orders <laughs> but they're not really working okay they're not doing things to the absolute level that they could potentially be doing things okay or as well as they could potentially be doing things for the most part they are literally they're like the training wheels on a bicycle for you okay they kind of keep things going the horse is just kind of if you want sauntering along and you are getting the opportunity and I say it's an opportunity and these horses by the way are gold um, but you get the opportunity then to really focus on you and to get all I suppose the systems that are you as a rider in place and working correctly okay because there are certain things you do have to have in place there are certain things that I feel you should be able to put onto quote-unquote autopilot when it comes to your riding things that you 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 I suppose initially have to focus on them but then once you've got that you don't have to think about it anymore it just happens automatically and that's where you build up to that magical feel that everybody's after oh I want to feel I want to develop feel in the saddle there you go that's basically what that is that you don't have to think about it you just respond correctly or your body responds correctly because it's just moving with the horse and from doing it over and over and over it understands what to do in that situation okay so that's the first group of riders where you are in that point you're kind of working on I would say the basics the basics being your aids your position you're learning different ways that you communicate but on a very basic level like you're learning the aids to canter for example okay you're learning the aids to maybe 
I don't know, do turn on the forehand or whatever the case is, but it's fairly basic. It's all focused on you and your learning. And then any action you're taking, we are just hoping, and of course, this is where the right horse is so important. We are just hoping that the horse is going to play ball if you want and he's going to help you take that action by just doing his part okay and and being a good chap and and kind of carrying out doing what he's supposed to be doing at any given point now this is most riding school horses or ponies fall into this and as i said these ponies are absolutely priceless we all learn to ride on those type of horses they are brilliant they are worth their weight in gold they are such such special 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 horses um and i'm not in any way devaluing valuing or belittling those horses they are they're absolutely essential actually and um, without them there would be no riders so <laughs> we need those horses they are just brilliant they're magic and I'm sure you can think of a couple off the top of your head and the ones that regardless of where you are in the riding journey they could still be helping you now or they helped you to get to a point and I do feel that <clears throat> there are certain points and you can actually get the horse who maybe you're you're working on a higher level but at the same time you're doing so with a horse who's really helping you along okay now next group of rider is the group of riders who are spending their time focusing when they're in the saddle on developing the horse okay so yes they're still focusing on themselves it's not that you completely ignore yourself but they're Focusing on themselves from the point of view that if they do something a certain way, what will the influence be over the horse? And influence, they want the influence to positively impact the horse and the way the horse is going. So they're working on developing the horse really, okay? That is where they're going with this. So I really feel that when you're in this second group there are moments where you're going to have to obviously take a road trip back and go back and visit um the basics we're all the time visiting basics with horses isn't that the whole aim of the game and there's also going to be times where you'll figure out that hold on i'm actually doing this wrong some maybe maybe some really basic level position thing or maybe something that you're doing in a transition you could be ducking or diving or twisting or turning or something okay um and you have to actually revisit the the kind of the first level of being a rider but you're only dipping in and out of it okay for the most part you're in the place where you're developing your horse now I feel that when you are kind of laying out a plan for yourself and you're riding and of course that's what we're all about here that you you're very intentional about what you're doing in the saddle each time you're in the saddle there's no just I don't know jumping on board and hoping for the best and then looking surprised when things aren't working out you're not making progress okay but when you're making a plan the first part I would say of the plan is to figure out which of those two categories you you fall into which type of rider are you okay because then you can begin to fast track your success if you're in the first category and you're trying to work on things in the second category it's not really going to work because you haven't put the necessary things onto autopilot yet for you in order for to almost free up your brain if you want so as you can focus on the horse does that make sense now if you're in the second category and you're then being given lesson plans or you're focusing on things that are going on in the first category well you're just not really going to make progress are you so it's not actually going to help you to develop the horse further or to develop your conversational skills if you want um to develop your aids further and your skills in the saddle in order to help the horse and to train the horse okay so 
important to know which kind of category you're falling into. I also feel that a lot of the time when riders hit a plateau, and that's what we've been talking about the past few weeks, is kind of getting stuck, hitting plateaus, not being able to move forward off of that. A lot of the time when that happens, the reason it's happening is because the horse is not suited to where the rider is in their journey right now. Okay, now, sometimes the horse is just not the, he's he's not the most helpful horse in the world. And if you're in the first category of riders where you're focusing on you, when you're trying to do that with a horse who's, ah, he's not been, he's not, he's not showing up as the best version of himself each time you're in the arena together, okay? That can be really difficult. And I find that two things can happen there. The rider reader becomes very frustrated and they end up feeling like I'm never going to get this and they actually end up just giving up horse riding. Or the rider becomes really afraid because (laughs) they feel really out of control. They feel like, hold on, I can't influence anything here. This I can't even influence myself. This horse does not listen to me at all. Um, and they begin to obviously worry for their personal safety. And they end up giving up horse riding. Or they end up, I suppose, developing a lot of beliefs around it that really I don't feel serve them in any way and also I don't feel are necessary okay so matching yourself with the right horse is essential for that being in that first category now if we jump across to the second category just as essential if you're trying to develop a horse you know horses are they're just like us okay they are all unique they're all individuals they all have their own talents um but in saying that they also have things that they're not great at like I've lots of things I'm not great at. Golf is one of them. It's <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, not great at golf. Cooking's another one, okay? But there's lots of things that mm, I don't really enjoy. I'm not really good at. I, I wouldn't really spend a lot of time there doing that or, or learning about that or wanting to develop those skills in myself, okay? <laughs> it's not something I enjoy. And horses are like that as well. You'll often get a horse who he just doesn't want to jump. The greatest horse in the world, the sweetest horse in the world, fantastic on the trail and would spend all day on the trail. But the rider wants to make a show jumper out of him and the horse just does not want to jump. He doesn't he doesn't have any interest in it. He doesn't enjoy it, whatever the case is. And I find that if you're in the second category where you're wanting to develop the horse and train the horse, it's really important that you pick the right horse. And I feel otherwise we end up kind of forcing the horse along down a journey where the horse maybe, just maybe, is not the right horse for that journey. And he doesn't want to go there. And you need to actually find a different partner to go on that journey with. But you know, at that point, that's where you really have to be honest with yourself. And I feel that being a team leader is really important. It's it's important to kind of step into that role as a rider and actually notice that. And for everybody's benefit, you and your horse, um, being able to make the tough decisions when the tough decisions need to be made, if they need to be made. Okay, I'm going to invite you two things. I'm going to invite you to go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free. I have a free five-day mini course in there, the five days to clarity. It takes you through the steps of the training scale and how you can begin applying them straight away to you and your riding um, and start getting results with your horse, regardless of discipline, regardless of skill level, regardless of all that. Um, And that's over there for you. I also want to invite you to join our VIP list for 
the Black Friday sales, which are going to be happening later on this week. The VIP list, you'll get early access. And there's also a couple of early bird, if you want, discounts or better stuff, basically, if you're on that list. So you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash VIP. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.